Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith and we're back for another great week with another amazing leader and my friend, Amy Wills. Hey Amy. Hey Joe, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me today this afternoon. I am so excited to have you here. This is your first time on our podcast and I love that we get to share everyone's story and just how everyone has decided to take on really something else alongside of their career and their family and all the other crazy that happens in life. <laughs> yeah. So, That's life, the crazy part of life, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself, share your story, share where you're from. And, you know, we were just chatting before we started, like, you know, you, you were in your career for 15 years and then added a virtual business. So I would love for you to kind of incorporate, like, what makes someone be on the path of a career and say, um, you know what, I think I want to do something else. Because a lot <laughs> of us are like that. Like, we were all mm -hmm. of the same mindset. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, I think it's an interesting, you know, um, it, it's an interesting kind of self-evaluation about what what forced you to make those decisions or what compelled you to make those decisions, right? So, yeah. you know, I am married. I have two kids. My kids now are um, almost 16 and almost 13. So we are living in the wonderful teenage years here. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is an adventure. Yep. <laughs> um, so I, I live um, outside of Philadelphia with my husband and two kids. And, you know, we are a super active family. Um, my kids play lots of sports. We are going everywhere. Every um, practice every day this past weekend, our alarms went off at 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. both days to get on the road to go to sports. So, you know, we're we're a busy family and, you know, that that keeps everyone happy. So that's, um, you know, uh, that's an exciting thing to be able to share with the kids right now. Um, you know, but kind of as part of that little backdrop into, you know, what, how and why I got into this business, you know, like you said, I have a corporate job, professional job where, you know, before the pandemic, I traveled quite a bit. I um, took the train to New York. I, I did lots of travel um, trips and, you know, a, a really busy life. So somebody would say, why on earth would you add one more thing to the pot of chaos that you have in your life? And at the time, you know, four years ago, I was really in this rut, um, just kind of professionally dealing with 
lots of just kind of yuckiness at work and not really feeling like you were doing anything for yourself. You were putting in your time in your um, work day. I was doing my mom Uber job, as I used to call it, where you just drive <laughs> kids everywhere. Nobody tips you when you're the mom Uber, but um, no, no star ratings there. But, you know, um, you know, I wasn't doing anything for myself. And I thought, you know, when I look back, um, you know, in 10 years, when I figure out what, what are you really doing for yourself? What are you making of your life? You know, you've invested so much time in raising your, your kids. And that is always kind of the first and primary focus for me. But what what will I say about my life? What will I have done for myself? And you know, it was just kind of um, odd timing that I had just recently become an RNF customer and loved the products, of course, as everyone does. I wasn't looking for something else. I wasn't looking for anything. And, um, you know, when my business partner came to me and gave this opportunity to shared it with me. I didn't, you know, when I look back on that time, I'm not even sure if I knew what she was telling me to do. I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, sure. What, you know, I think I waited three days and I said yes, but I didn't ask any questions. You know, you have lots of business partners who ask you a million questions about how do you do this and how do you do that and how, how is it also, I didn't ask one question. I just said, <laughs> yep, I'm going to do it. And I don't even think I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Um, you sound like you know? me with it. I was like, yep, I need something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was, you know, it was a very scary, um, kind of challenging time. So despite everything I had done in my professional career, here I was in a place where I was like, I really don't know what I'm doing. But I know it's for me. And the only one who's going to benefit right now is is myself, right? And what I put into it is what I'm going to get out of it. And I, you know, this is this is, you know, my my own project. So, um, you know, again, it was exciting, a challenge. Um, you know, when I look back on that time, my kids were really paying attention and trying to understand what I was doing. And they saw some of my failures, you know, in quotes, um, you know, that maybe things didn't go as planned, events that I planned for new customers didn't go off, you know, maybe as I wanted. And it was this great teaching opportunity because, you know, if you think about all the times we urge our kids to just try, just go try. All you have to do is give it a try. Doesn't matter the outcome, whether it's a game or you win or lose. So now, you know, I was really in a situation where I had to practice what I preach. I had to go out there and just try. I had to put one foot in front of the, the other and try different things. So those were really kind of powerful teams. For, for me in the business that I still have to remind myself of and for, you know, just kind of raising my kids and trying to instill some of those values in them as well. Wow. That is incredible. Yeah. You know, um, I sat back one time and I was thinking, somebody had asked me like, what are the things that you love about Rodan and Beals? And what mm -hmm. I realized is that a lot of the traits that we have in this business are the things that I valued most about my professional career, mm. not the things that I didn't like the most about it, the things that I liked most about it. So like, <laughs> it's like all the, the things that it's, it's a safe place where mm -hmm. I can be creative, mm -hmm. where I can be collaborative, where ultimately if you, if you fail in, in Rodan and Fields, which failure for us means like maybe, maybe somebody's not interested in something, in one of the mm -hmm. products, maybe that would be, 
I guess, considered a failure, but really we, we don't take offense to it because we're just, right. taking, we're just taking care of people because there's no quotas. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But a failure in Rodan and Fields leads to a development, like a true mm-hmm. development and mm-hmm. usually a growth in your business because usually just by talking to people and sharing what we do, it usually comes back to your business growing. Sure, (laughs) sure. Exactly does. Yeah. I remember in those early days thinking, you know, if you didn't have as many people as you wanted at a launch party or, and, you know, kind of sharing that frustration um, and, and everyone kept saying, it's okay. It it comes back. It'll come back. You're, you're work, you're, you're putting the work in, right. You're kind of watering those seeds, your trust, you have to trust the process and you you really do because it feels like a little bit of a letdown, right? But it, it it's still kind of a cycle that's in that's in the works, right? Yeah. And so how does it feel to you? Like, what are your favorite things now four years in with essentially a business that runs itself? Like you mm-hmm. have a business that runs itself. Yeah. You know, what I think is really kind of always a, an interesting juxtaposition for me is that you know, the way we talk about our business is not new for me, right? It's what I do in kind of my day job. So I'm a consultant uh, for a marketing research company in my kind of traditional job. So that means I work with a lot of different companies to help them understand how to improve their business, how to, how to help them make sure people know about their products, um, what new products are consumers looking for. These are the things that kind of from a data and analytical approach that I help them answer for their businesses. You know, just this morning, I was having a conversation with a client about, you know, are you trying to fill your upper funnel or your lower funnel? (laughs) I mean, please, that's what I do. And so for me, it's um, the business side of Rodan and Fields was completely intuitive. Like I understand the framework, right? I understand how you have to get people in the top of your funnel so that you can keep talking to them. And eventually, you know, they will trickle down into the bottom of the funnel. So all of that was really kind of interesting and comfortable for me in the very beginning because I understood it. I knew that lingo. I understood Um, that process and how consumers think, how your friends think when they're buying products, all of that kind of business stuff I get, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, that was felt safe. For me, the scary part was, oh my goodness, I have to figure out a way to talk about this in a way that seems authentic to me, right? That seems not like a sales pitch and um, is it's just me sharing. And so as much as I felt like I do that, or I do, you know, did that in my everyday life, here I was trying to kind of match up these two worlds in my head where business wise, I know exactly what my objective is and what I'm trying to do. But, you know, when I'm trying to, you know, come up with posts on Facebook or invites for a get together, I'm trying to align those two worlds. And for me, that was Um, a little bit of the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the exciting part, because I've had that, I had that backdrop and that foundation of, I'm really comfortable here. And I don't think you could do it if you didn't feel so passionate about the products, right? And I think that's the thing that this business gives us is that confidence that this is quality. um, This is, you know, quality, unlike other right and the data speaks volumes for that you can't 
you can't argue with the sales data. You can't argue that this category and skincare is, um, you know, not in demand. It's certainly a need that is out there. And, you know, there are opportunities on the horizon, whether it be, you know, the continual uh, expansion globally yes. or into adjacent categories. I mean, that's the kind of business that you want to say, um, yes, I, I see, I see future there. And if I were working with one of my daytime job clients, you know, that would be a, I would be like, that's like, you know, kind of the golden nugget about how, how can we help build that business, build that, Mm -hmm. grow that business. So, you know, I think for me, it was kind of that great match of, I understand this and I feel so passionately about this, the products. I love them. I could speak very, um, naturally and authentically about them. And that's exactly what I tell my clients um, every day. <laughs> you know, you have to speak. We used to say in, you know, kind of marketing speak that, you know, really this this need around authenticity and being genuine was really a characteristic that was geared more towards younger consumers, right? Mm-hmm. That, that was something that was kind of a real special need for them. But I think that's really going out the door and that, because consumers have so many choices out there, if you can't really demonstrate your genuineness when you're speaking to people and sharing about the products and the business, people are going to see right through you like yeah. Im- immediately, right? Then, it, then yeah. it just feels like a sales pitch. Um, so I think the business has all of those qualities you know, it, it's so seamless. It's so convenient for our, our um, customers, you know, that it's, it's just kind of effortless. Um, and those are, those are things that you can really kind of demonstrate the, the value to busy people working. You know, there's nothing that could be easier than, you know, a quick conversation and your products show up at your door. There could be nothing right. easier than that. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's why I think busy, we attract a lot of uh, professionals, because I think people who are working busy lives are always looking to what's next, right. you can't mm-hmm. help it. Yep. But it's got to be something that doesn't sacrifice your life. And so in four, look how quickly four years flip by, I can't even mm-hmm. imagine where our businesses are going to be in eight years. 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I mean, I think that's the thing. It, it is always evolving. And I think part of, you know, kind of the foundation for this business, the fact that they started in an environment that was really kind of looking already to the future, you know, you see it, you know, today, a, a little bit of um, the the boomerang effect from the pandemic that all of these different businesses are trying to catch up or trying to figure out how to reposition themselves given the change in commerce, right? People are not mm-hmm. shopping in the traditional ways, but Rodan and Fields was already set up with that eye on the future, yes. right? So, you know, they already have that mindset about constantly looking ahead longer term. Okay. Looking back closer, closer to the future and, and always have that, you know, eye on how can we evolve ourselves? whether it's, you know, again, new products, um, you know, how, how can we change how we talk about the brand, you know, as, as brand reps, how, what else can we be saying? I mean, it's already kind of inherent in who the business is to, 
um, be on that cutting edge. And I think that's, that's really a unique opportunity and something that is really an exciting, uh, an exciting dimension to share with people. It is. I love that. I'm going to hold that with me. The company is evolving and we give people the opportunity to evolve themselves. Right, right. That's awesome. It, it, it's, you know, I, I think that I, I think that we always talk about how much we love, love to help people um, and, and how much, you know, we, we love that aspect of kind of sharing and helping and supporting. And really, it comes down to the fact that consumers have this, you know, the value of their dollar is extremely, um, you know, it's really, it's really important, right? They can take their money and go anywhere. They can shop wherever they want. So we have the opportunity to say, Hey, this is a really exciting pathway to take. And you, you will, you know, you will kind of be richly rewarded in many ways, not just kind of from a business perspective, which, you know, is certainly a, an important dimension for everyone who's busy. You wouldn't do something if there was not some benefit to you, right? Yep. But it's, it allows you to kind of evolve yourself as a person as what what is in, you know, kind of what what are the things that um, make up, um, you know, your personality and, and, and your, your your persona, right? That's incredible. Wow. I'm in awe of you. This is amazing. <laughs> I love this. this you know, like, I think like talking I... and a business lesson all wrapped into one. <laughs> That's funny. In the, it's mid work day. So part of my business, my, my business brain is still on, but well, I you know, love it. I got to benefit from it. Fantastic. I, 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 I think it's I think it's just a great combination. You know, I'll just tie it back to my kids again, because I'm always evaluating what am I doing? And kind of what what my kids right and my my constant message these days to my kids after a, we're now a year in virtual school and the struggles that that go along with that. I'm always saying to them, you be you right? You be you, you worry about you, you, you do the things that make you happy, you do what you know is right, what's important to you, you focus on those things. And for me, that's really about, um, you know, being confident in, in who you are without necessarily needing to be over the board, you know, over the top, you know, kind of um, over the top shouting it out. But, you know, that that passion will show through and it'll it'll keep you happy. It'll keep you confident um, and and you, you you will be able to kind of be proud of yourself in that way. And I think that's what this business allows me to do. Wow, that was amazing. Yes, I feel 100 percent the same. It allows me to do the same. That's fantastic. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Thank you to our listeners. I know you loved this because I did too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Joe. It was great talking to you today. So much fun. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next cup of Joe with Joe.